May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Have you made your claim yet? I'm very, very excited because on August the 29th is the final day. It is the day when I will receive no more emails, phone calls, hopefully leaflets through the letterbox about something to do with my personal protection thing. I think you understand what I'm talking about. I do not want to denigrate this situation whatsoever, but it's been interesting for the last, seems like a decade, being regaled by, have you made your claim? It will be a wonderful day. But have you made your claim? I don't work for the companies, by the way. It is right that people should have that which is rightfully and lawfully theirs. So I am not denigrating the fact that people may need to make a claim. But many Christians, sadly, do not claim that which is theirs. Now, for those who were here about two weeks ago at the Tuesday Eucharist, this is an expanded, I'll not say rehash, an expansion on my short homily. You may have a little rest. Many Christians sadly do not claim that which is theirs. John chapter 14, we know as Jesus' farewell discourse, is, as somebody said, the last will and testament of Jesus Christ. Jesus has nothing materially to leave to us. All his material possessions would, in a few days' time, be stripped away from him. He did leave one thing, however. He left an empty tomb. Even that was on loan and would return back to its owner. Jesus doesn't just leave an empty tomb, but he leaves a promise of his peace and his presence. My peace I give unto you. I did a little inventory of the pastoral conversations that I've had here in this cathedral church over the past five years on Sundays and also midweek when visitors come into the cathedral. And I would say without a doubt, the vast majority of these conversations are about people who are dealing with worry, anxiety, and fear. And many, many, many times, and as the saying goes, if I had a pound for every time they'd said it, I wouldn't need to claim that thing which I'm being encouraged to claim. 
People say to me, I didn't know where to come, but I thought here I would find some peace. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives do I give unto you. Many, many people come here to this holy space and place to find some rest and peace from their difficulties. And certainly as a priest here in this cathedral church, it is a privilege and a joy to be able to lead people into a place of peace and comfort. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives do I give. The world deals with an uneasy, fragile, and fickle peace. It is often based on power and influence and status. We have only to see our own political situation at present. It seems to be in turmoil, and all of us long for some peace and quiet, perhaps even some silence from the many, many voices. But we are called as the church, the body of Christ, to be dealers in peace, Christ's peace. My peace I give unto you. This is our inheritance. It is what belongs to us. It is the gift of Christ. This is based on our relationship with Christ, with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is a relationship based on love. Jesus said, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. This truly is God dwelling with us. Here is an intimacy with God through Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. How hospitable are we towards the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? If we look at John chapter 14, and uh, the gospel reading uh, this morning came halfway through that chapter, if you look at the previous words and, and the words we read today, we see there an image of a relationship, a loving relationship, a loving, living relationship between God, the Son, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and us as God's children. We read Jesus speaking about, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, the Father who dwells in me. He says to his disciples, Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. This is a strong and powerful relationship of mutual love. Jesus says, You know him, because he abides with you, and he will be in you. He says, On that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. This is what it means for God to make his home with us. We're moving towards the day of Pentecost, and we celebrate the feast of the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus saying, while I'm still with you, but I'm going to go away, but I will send the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. An Advocate who is one who will be alongside us and within us, guiding us and sustaining us. 
We've only to see the change wrought in those fearful disciples in the upper room. On the day of Pentecost, their lives were changed. Their lives were changed because they knew God living within them through the power of God's Holy Spirit. Jesus said, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. I am going away, and I am coming to you. On the day of ascension, we celebrate Christ ascending on high, seated at the right hand of the Father, forever interceding for us, and sending the Holy Spirit to us. This is what that means. I am going away, but I am coming to you. Christ's physical absence from them meant the promised gift of the Holy Spirit, and ever after, he would never, ever leave them. What is, then, our inheritance that we need to claim? It is the peace of Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit to live our daily lives as Christians. It is the presence of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There is no August the 29th for us as we claim this, our promised inheritance. There is no cut-off point. It is now. So, I advise you to make your claim now. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Amen.